Hey lifers, it's Adam Carroll, host and founder of the Build a Bigger Life podcast. Today's show is a little bit different. It is a show entitled My Grand Life Experiment. And uh, one of the things that we are doing is once a week we'll launch a Build a Bigger Life solo cast, not featuring a guest, but featuring little old me. Stories, lessons, and answering questions that come in through social media after some of the shows. So um, today I wanted to do just a couple of things. Number one, give you the history of the show, uh, give you an idea of why I wanted to uh, start the show in the first place, and also give you sort of a philosophy that I've lived my life by that's worked me worked for me very well. And um, I'm slowly starting to share that message with other people, both through the show on stage and at different conferences. So without further ado, the history of the show, I, um, I graduated several years ago with significant debt from college. I was, you might call a rich college kid, and I quickly became a broke professional, had been living on borrowed money and uh, quite frankly, borrowed time while I was there. And I happened to meet a brilliant woman my senior year in college who gave me some great advice. She said, get rid of your debt or I'm going to get rid of you. And I decided to follow that girl to Denver, Colorado. I proposed to her by uh, having a plane fly over Rockies, a Rockies game at Coors Field, towing a sign behind it that said, will you marry me, Jen? And she, lucky for me, said yes. So we, uh, early on in our marriage, decided we were going to live differently than most people. And we opted to live for two years um, like most people wouldn't so that we could live for the rest of our life like most people can't. And by that, I mean, we lived on her income for two years and my income went to blast away all of our debt. So I'm not embarrassed to say that she was my sugar mama. She was making a little bit more than I was and her money went to pay uh, our mortgage, our monthly expenses, food, those kinds of things. And my $2,800 a month after taxes went to blast away all of the debt that I had occurred and we had together. Uh, and within two years, 25 months to be specific, uh, we had blasted away all of our debt and all we had left was a mortgage. So we had no car loans, no credit cards, no student loans, no consumer debt. Um, at that point, life changed for us. We decided that um, you know once we had a, a cushion sufficient and that allowed my wife to sleep peacefully at night, that it was time for me to experiment with entrepreneurship. And over the next several years, I did a number of things from speaking and uh, working for training companies to doing individual coaching. I started a mortgage business. I invested in rental real estate. And, um, and finally, I realized that what I most love doing is helping people live a bigger life. I believe that you can live an ex exponentially bigger life by understanding a few core concepts. And that is generally what I teach both on stage and through the podcast. Um, it occurred to me at one point, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine from Silicon Valley. His name is Shane Mack. And he asked me the question, what is it you do exactly? And uh, he was telling me he didn't know how to introduce me to other people in terms of what I did. And it's actually a very legitimate question because at the time I was doing a number of different things and still do. And I think the answer that resonates most with me and hopefully with other people is I experiment and have been an experimenter with life for a long, long time, literally from until I was about 28 until today, I've been experimenting on what I want to do and what I'm good at and, and uh, what I can make money at and what I enjoy making money at. And I believe that life 
is one great big experiment. If you are open to it, life is continuously giving you feedback on what you're good at and what you're not. And I found that as we get older, uh, our mind becomes less pliable. And by that, I mean when you're a kid, when you are in elementary school, anything is possible. There really are no limits and, and your mind is exceptionally, exceptionally pliable. Um, you can look at things from various angles and see them from f- for what they are and also what you want them to be. And as we get older, either because we refuse to or we choose not to, um, our mindset becomes very fixed on what we can do or we can't do. And I was asked to present to some elementary students not too long ago at the school where my kids attend. Uh, and I got the good fortune of speaking to a group of fifth graders which is both not easy and also a whole lot of fun. And as I was presenting to the students, I suggested to them that they treat their education as one great experiment. In today's day and age, these kids can learn whatever they want to learn simply by Googling it or going on YouTube or Lynda or Khan Academy or anywhere else. And if they want to learn to code, there are sites that will teach them to code. If they want to learn video editing, there are sites that will teach them that. And I suggested to the students that their education is really in their hands and that they should treat their education experience as one great big experiment where they try things and if they like them, they continue. And if they don't, they choose another path. And the reason that I suggested that to fifth graders and I began suggesting it to junior high and high school kids and college students is In my work that I've done with college students, and I've been on 500 different college campuses in this country, I've been everywhere from Florida State University on the East Coast to the University of Spoiled Children on the West Coast, and uh, and everywhere in between. And, And many of the students that I visited with treated their career choice as a life or death choice. And many of the students that I spoke to in business, as an example, I would say, what is it you want to do with your life? And they'd say, well, I'm a finance major. And then they would have this blank look on their face like I was supposed to know what that meant. And I said, that's not my question. What do you want to do with your life? And again, they would say, well, I'm I'm getting a finance degree. And I'd have to almost pull it out of them that what I'm more concerned about is what are you passionate about? What, what are you going to school for? And how will you translate what you're learning into a career that gives you Uh, some fulfillment on a daily basis. And now I'm telling college students, hey, listen, your career that you choose will be the first of probably five or seven or 10 in the first 10 or 15 years of your career life. And and these are are proven facts now today that most people won't stay in a job more than two or three years before they move on to the next one. And that's not a bad thing. Um, The reality is you won't know what you like or dislike until you do it. And I have uh, been doing a lot of that my entire life. I've tried things that I like, and I've tried things that I disliked. And I listened to the feedback that either I was getting from from life, from my environment, from my emotions, from my wife or my kids or my coworkers. And I started listening more intently to that and changing what I did in order to feel more fulfilled on a daily basis, in, in effect and in essence, to build a bigger life. Now, My pundits will say, and those of you listening that have that little devil's advocate on your shoulder, well, yes, but what if you have bills to pay? Uh, You know, you have debts that you have to pay, so you can't just go out experimenting all the time. You have to make money. So 
let's talk about that. As I record this, it is NCAA tournament time, which is a a big, uh, actually a huge undertaking in my house because my boys love to watch basketball and they're watching every game and checking uh, the brackets. And it's just a a fantastic um, time in America. And I just love March Madness. So what I've noticed is that the teams that progress through the brackets and end up making it to the final four, or for that matter, the elite eight, they are great at both offense and defense. And they're they They move on. If they're great at both offense and defense, if they're not great at offense or defense, generally they're getting beat and it might not be one or the other or both. Um, I've seen games that end up where there's two great offenses, one great defense and one defense that's so, so, and, the defense that so-so ends up losing. In my life, I focused on pursuing mastery in both. And when I say pursuing mastery, the idea of pursuing mastery is a growth mindset uh, mentality. A growth mindset does not say, I'm good at this or I'm bad at this. at this. It says, I currently struggle with or I'm presently getting better at whatever it may be. And in my life, I focused on pursuing mastery in two areas, in offense and in defense. Offense being making money and defense being avoiding debt and minimizing monthly expenses. So on offense, here is my mentality. I decided uh, several years ago after reading Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Workweek, which was a bit of a game changer for many people that read it, that the goal for me was to create a higher time value. So to create a higher value for my time that I spend on a daily basis. I had this, I guess, higher arching idea that what I wanted to do was make as much money in an hour as some people make in a month. And the way to do that, I found, was to go out and offer a service that most people would hate to do. And as luck would have it, um, not only do I enjoy public speaking and and You know, candidly, I think I'm fairly good at it and have pursued mastery in it. It's something that people are willing to pay a pretty penny for if you're very good and there's a lot of value. Now, there's a difference between just charging more and being worth more. There's a lot of folks out there that want to hang a shingle and charge the most for what they do, but they fail to realize that the value they're bringing for the price is not the same. And so they end up being one-hit wonders. They go out and they do their work, but they never get hired back. And in my world, luckily, knock on wood, I have been lucky enough uh, to be asked back dozens and dozens of times by various companies and schools and organizations and associations, because in my mind, the pursuit of mastery and making my time more valuable, uh, both for myself and for my clients, has been great on offense for me. Now, I learned in a most recent episode of Build a Bigger Life, when I was interviewing a guy named Tim Rode, the difference between vertical income and horizontal income. Vertical income is, I want to get paid more in my job or my my salary, my career. Horizontal income is having multiple paychecks coming in every single month. And Tim, uh, quite candidly, has me beat. He's got 34 Uh, or some number like that, horizontal paychecks coming in where I think I have three or four and maybe five, depending on if you're looking at it monthly or quarterly. Um, But on offense, we've strived to create mastery and um, to create that horizontal income and create an increase 
uh, time value. On defense, this is interesting. My wife and I mentioned we blasted away all of our debt in the first two years or 25 months of being married, having only a mortgage left. And when you do that and you have a significant amount, in our case, it was about $3,000 a month in disposable income. It's amazing what you can accomplish when you get to that point. Now on defense, our budget of for a family of five is ridiculously low. And to explain that, we have really zeroed out most of our monthly bills. We don't operate with car payments. Um, we try to minimize what our monthly expenses are on a regular basis. And the goal is really to only have three or four things on automatic bill pay. And the rest that we do is all just going to be things that we want to do with disposable money. Um, but our, our budget for a family of five is ridiculously low, and it's about to become lower thanks to one of the sponsors of the show is Shred My Mortgage. And my wife and I have been using Shred My Mortgage for the past three years to blast away our primary mortgage, our mortgage on our home. When that is at zero and the rest of the money that we normally were sending to that goes to investment real estate and other uh, horizontal income sources, financial freedom is right around the corner. And that's ultimately what we're struggling or not struggling for, but striving for. Um, it has been a long and hard three years, but unbelievably worth it. And that will be another solo cast in the very near future. The equation that we use is this, make a lot, spend a little, and invest the rest for passive income. It's about offense, it's about defense, and it's about looking forward to the life that we want to live upon the graduation of our last child from high school uh, and probably college, when my wife and I have ultimate freedom and flexibility, can go anywhere, do anything, and really be anything that we want to be because we've not only uh, played great offense in making a lot, but played great defense in minimizing the expenses that we have on a monthly basis. Um, I'll tell you this, my grand life experiment is made substantially easier by living this way. And this is what the show is all about. Build a Bigger Life is a series of interviews with savvy, driven, inspiring people doing crazy cool things in their life to build a bigger life for themselves. Um, I really appreciate, appreciate you listening, downloading the show. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and a review in iTunes or, or Stitcher or SoundCloud or Cloud or wherever you're hearing me from. I appreciate you listening, and I hope you love the episodes to come. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Build a Bigger Life podcast with Adam Carroll. If you liked what you heard on the podcast today, help spread the message of a bigger life by leaving a review and subscribing on iTunes. Our show today was sponsored by ShredMyMortgage.com, the fastest debt elimination tool on the planet. Hundreds of people, including podcast listener Brady B., blasted away all of his student loan debt, his car loans, and is now working on paying off his house using only the software and the income he was already making. Check out ShredMyMortgage.com for a free analysis. Follow Adam on Twitter at Adam Carroll. Download a copy of the Build a Bigger Life blueprint at buildabiggerlife.com and check out Adam's TEDx talk on YouTube. Until next week, may you build a bigger life.